Welcome, everyone, to a very special Takes from the Lakes episode. Uh, we're partnering with the Ocean Lakes Current to bring an episode that's that's all Ocean Lakes sports. So we've got we've got a few guests from the the upcoming spring sports. Uh, James, good to see you. Our first guest is. Uh, it's Cannon. okay to see you, Nash. It's not good to see you. But Just it's okay, okay to see, see me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. Cannon Robbins, uh, senior for the boys soccer team. Good to have yep. you. Yeah, nice to be on the pod. Yeah, he's been uh, definitely he's up there on the I guess ranking of listeners. He will, you know, tune in every now and then. So he's definitely an avid fan. So we reward the avid fans. Um, along with him being on the soccer team with a uh, appearance in the pod, you know, commenting stuff or commenting scores on the Insta account, all that good stuff. So you get a little reward here, Cannon, for being a uh, being a fan of the pod. I got half a score right the other day, so. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you know, you're almost there. Maybe I guess you're you've already been on, so even if you get it right, you just get on again. But um, yeah, so we're ready to ask you some questions about the boys' soccer team this upcoming season. Nash, you want to start with one? Yeah. So obviously, good season last year, but you know, maybe would have liked to go a little bit farther. Um, returning a lot of seniors. What's the what's the outlook this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty good. We lost, uh, we lost some people. We lost like Sarek or Sam, Derek, not Sarek. Uh, Sam and Derek and Caden, um, they were all good. We lost our two, <clears throat> two varsity goalies too. Um, so that'll be something we'll be looking for this year as a new goalie. Uh, but the outlook, you know, it's looking pretty good. I think, I mean, most of our starting lineup is going to be seniors. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty strong team. Yeah, so that goalie spot is still up for grabs, still getting decided. Yeah, so we had two two goalies last year, but they were both seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we'll be looking at, you know, people yeah. from JV and then any newcomers. We'll figure that out during tryouts. Yeah, maybe former city champion James Cummings could, you know, pop out um, in the yeah, spring. Maybe. But, you know, that'd be, that'd be a bit special. Dry sport athlete. Yeah, yeah, you know me. But yeah. um yeah, how'd you so how far did you guys go last year? Did you make it like we, to how far in regionals? Uh we won one game in regionals and then we lost yeah. the last time. So it was um, regional quarters you lost? Would that be it? Um semis probably. That, yeah, that's semis, yeah, because I think semis. it's eight. Yeah, 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 we beat Oscar Smith on the first round, and then we lost to Lansdown. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're looking to get your get back against Lansdown this year? Yeah, yeah, they'll be pretty good too. Yeah. So yeah. and it's they switched up the regions for you guys too, right? Like I know back because Nash and I play basketball, they switched up the regions for that. So like now we're in basically the region with like almost all the beach teams. I'm assuming that's how it is for soccer too, because it um transfers cool. sports to sport. So that puts you guys against yeah. against PA. Yeah, we're five A now. Region. So we're against like FC Cox PA. Five A mm-hmm. is probably like more difficult around here, like in the beach area more some of the probably better teams are in 5a uh there's not really many teams in 6a anymore uh but once you get to like the state teams like richmond has a bunch of good 6a teams so if we got to states 5a would be easier than six would have been so your your big competition is pa cox fc yeah a lot of times the team from this area i think the past three years the team from this area that won like 5a won the class five state championship Mm. nice wow okay and then aside from yourself 
uh, who who are we looking at to be you know standout players this season? Give some shout outs. Uh, first, probably shout out Dylan Tamayo. He's on my he's on my club team. He was, I think he was first team all region last year. Mm. Uh, who's the my partner center back? And we got to go Owen, formerly on the pod. Mm. Yep. Shout out uh, Owen Wilbright. Jason Lake's favorite. Yep. Center back. He's a Hooper too. Back. If you're a hooper yeah. and you're playing soccer, you you're automatically like you're up there. You're you're pretty good. So that, that would make sense. Yeah. But yeah. Then Nick Ward. Mm-hmm. Probably a winger this year. Looking to make an impact. Yeah. Potential boo. state player of the year, Nick Ward. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we got a boo and Barrett scoring some goals. Um Caleb Tomberlin in the midfield. So like a good fisherman right there. Mm, yeah, the best. Ocean Lake's best fisherman. Fishing Longer club class fishing president. Club. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There we go. But yes, it's pretty Wait, much there's different classes awesome. for fishing club. <laughs> well, he's the president. Ken, are you aren't you aren't you uh part of the fishing club yeah, front office? Secretary. Yeah. yeah, I'm just a GA front member, office. so but um yeah. So it seems like the fishing club, I mean Nick Ward too, it's there's kind of a fishing club bond um between the soccer team. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and fishing club so we'll see if that uh, chemistry can kind of transfer over to the season um but so that's kind of a cool little storyline there but yeah. yeah yeah we got a lot of guys that have been there a long time we have ethan um jesse they've all been like multi-year varsity players so mm-hmm. um and then jace he's a sophomore but he was jace assertion he's a sophomore yeah. but he did really well last year um gonna make another big impact mm-hmm. so would you yeah, any, go ahead Nash. any other like non-senior guys yeah, I was about to again say. i mean i know it's um, seniors but tayden it's tayden uh he's he said he's like switching positions this year maybe so we'll see how that goes he's coming outside back is what i've heard but okay yeah. I, I heard his younger brother's pretty good as well yes i haven't really seen him play is he but... a freshman mm-hmm I didn't know. I didn't know he had a brother. I I do my scouting reports. You do. In, in, yeah. in case you haven't figured that's that out, clearly that's on me. I should should have should have known. Yeah. But um. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, so is it is it state championship or bust this year? Yeah. What's what's the goal? I mean, I think. I mean, obviously, the goal would be to win a state championship. I mean, I don't know the last time OL has really done anything yeah. too monumental in soccer uh we've never in my years last year was the farthest we've been mm. um yeah so we're hoping to at I least mean, make like region finals win the region maybe um and go from there see what 5a is like mm-hmm. yeah gotcha i know there's there's two uh what's his machik over at pa is yeah he's on my club team machik. Will jennings right yeah will yeah, and another Kishin. guy. Mm. Kishin, yeah. yeah, classic. But you know, I pl- I played all those guys in middle school, so you know, I know I know all the soccer guys around town. You know a thing or two because you've seen a thing or two. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and I beat them all. Like you know, I I did beat Cannon and uh. I mean, who scored school. on you, James? Who? Yeah, who who Nothing. won the game? Who won the game? Okay. <laughs> James, who was on your like any OL guys that were on that team? Uh, it was Caleb, uh, Caden yeah. Pratt. 
And I think that, that those are the only OL guys. But like there is there is some we had some good players. We had Dax, um, who's at Cox now, James Lance. Does James Lanson still playing soccer? Yeah, he's on my club too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, James Lanson, FC, Josh, who was like super good. He's at Cox too. So definitely we had a super team in middle school. Um and we we beat Cannon at uh, Plaza, but um yeah, it was definitely definitely a super team for sure. But um yeah, as far as like after high school um, do you have any plans? I don't know if, what you're allowed to say, or do you know? Because I know you and Dylan are on that really good um Beach FC team. Like, do you know what his plans are after high school, or anybody else? Um, yeah. So for me, uh, so kind of out of the blue, in like November, I think it was November, the MIT coach called me. Um, it was like completely out of the blue, but he seemed pretty interested. I've still actually not met him in person. You don't um, know if he exists. <laughs> I got on a Zoom call with him uh, a while ago. And so he like offered me supported admissions at MIT, which is like at like D3 and then like at MIT, they don't do like scholarships. Mm -hmm. So what yeah. they have is they like have spots that they can offer that they like yeah. support you in the admissions process. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to a little easier to get in. So I um, I'm I mean MIT is not really hard to get into, so but you know. <laughs> But. yeah, <laughs> yeah you, uh, so I, I mean if you did get in i'd be concerned yeah yeah really yeah i mean i think his power the coach's power at mit is like obviously not going to be as much as if you're like playing duke mm -hmm. basketball or something mm -hmm. yeah um yeah. but uh so i'm still waiting i hear on pi day whether or not i get my birthday or, yeah what a day yep yeah they okay. It was actually they made it that day because of James' birthday, not Pi yeah. Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really wanted to be a big celebration, so I appreciate that. But yeah, so, so what's the bigger to... event, you getting in or James' birthday? That's yeah. It's birthday. I mean, it's not really that's kind of a rhetorical question, but you know, the Syracuse uh, commit. Yeah, yeah, you know me. Yeah, you're going to MIT. I'm going to Syracuse. So wait, wait, let's really weigh the things here. But we'll be um, kind of close by. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, decently. If but, I get, um, we're still waiting to hear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't want to jinx yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, because this podcast um, is very superstitious. Oh, very. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying though, because my sister, um, she went to Pomona, which is in uh California, like super good school, super hard to get into, and she swam. She was like really good swimmer, and she like the coach was like, I mean, I don't know like how much he can actually tell you, but the coach was like, yeah, like if you apply here, like you'll get in, and then she got in, and obviously had a great time. But so I know how that works, and I'm sure you're you'll be great wherever you end up. Hopefully, it is MIT though. But um, yeah. So um, then as far as other people, uh, Dylan, he's also on my club team. As I mentioned before, he's been kind of looking at colleges. Uh, I was talking to him the other day, and he said, "Sorry, my dog just entered the room." Um, <laughs> Dylan said he's still unsure or not whether or not he completely wants to play in college. So he's been talking to a few. Um, he was actually talking to. I know he's talking to Longwood and then their coach mm. got fired, which kind of messed him up. Yeah, that, that would not so help. He's yeah. just kind of been looking through the process, uh, still deciding whether or not he wants to play. But I'm sure if he decides he really wants to play, um, there's definitely somewhere out there that he yeah. could play. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and that's then, a big commitment know, playing in college. So. Yeah, I don't know too much about any other guys. I think Abu might also be trying to play in college but i don't know too much as far as mm -hmm. where he's at 
Yeah. Do you think yeah. like Jace will eventually because he seems like he's really solid, oh, yeah. especially Jace, underclassmen? Jace yeah. is really good. He's on like the top club team for his age group in the area. Uh mm-hmm. his team's been doing really well. They're like uh like nationally ranked in our league right now. So yeah. I mean, speaking of do well, your team was like undefeated last year, right? The Beach FC team. Were you guys like 30, yeah. 30, 0 and 7 or something like that? Yeah, it was like 31 wins and seven ties or something. Yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty yeah. crazy. That's pretty yeah. insane. Yeah. But we, we got knocked out of the um national playoffs because we had two wins and a tie, and it's like a group stage. Oh, other, really? Two wins and a tie. And so they had higher goal differential. Dumb sport. Abolish the ties in every sport. Not yeah, just I mean. Abolish, abolish the ties in soccer, too. We need triple overtime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um. Um. Yeah, I got nothing else to add, Nash. You have any? Yeah, um, we heard that you unprompted brought us an obscure stat mm. for. Oh yes, uh, so I was just googling random obscure stats, and I found this one pretty interesting. <laughs> of the thirty fastest hundred meter sprint times, twenty one of them were run by athletes who tested positive for PEDs, and then the other nine are all Usain Bolt. Wow, so pretty interesting. That's actually. That's actually insane. So that means Usain Bolt confirmed was on PEDs. Is what you're saying? So you're starting a conspiracy. That's what I'm hearing. Not exactly. <laughs> hey, it's better than anything like, Nash has ever done. So, are you? I, I ran a nine four two. I just didn't have the cameras on. Yeah, you're right. Well, I was saying like better obscure stat, but shout out flight. Um, time too. Yeah, but wow, bring bring in the heat cannon. Bring in the heat. I mean, I know you would beat Usain Bolt. I mean, yeah, it's actually, I, I haven't, it's I actually a great my, stat. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't timed mine in a while, but I mean, you know, you know the expectation. When Who I, else is on the track. list like that tested positive? I don't even know. It doesn't say. Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, research. Jamaica yeah. just produces sprinters at such a high level. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, Usain so. Bolt's just different. Yeah, just a alien. But I think we all we all kind of knew that. It's kind of confirms yeah. confirms our beliefs. But yeah, hey. I mean, because Asafa Powell's Jamaican and he definitely looks like he yeah. was juicing. Um, yeah. but, but enough of that. Um, <laughs> well, educational for the current. Anyway, PED's James, do you have PDs bad? Yeah. Do you have an obscure stat for us, James? Uh, I do. Mine, mine's kind of re- just relating to NFL. Um, mine. It's obvious. It's not as good as cannons. I mean, it couldn't possibly be. But um, this one, I mean, it kind of highlights the AFC Championship and like um, how high level of a game. Well, might not have been that good of a game, but the um, so the AFC Championship was the first ever playoff matchup between former MVP quarterbacks, both under thirty, which I thought was kind of like insane. Like you would have thought you would have had like Brady, Manning in the AFC Championship, um, under but not 30, under but, thirty, I guess. But not yeah, which is actually kind of insane that was lamar well, Mahomes is just yeah yeah okay we don't we don't need any chiefs bias but um it's not you know. bias he's just the best yeah but um yeah i thought that was kind of crazy and of course lamar went out there and stunk it up for the in front of the whole world with the world on his back but it's not uh, lamar's fault he got clamped i mean kind of is but you know <laughs> i mean not completely but anyways nash give me your obscure stuff oh so I feel like this isn't that obscure, but it, I had never seen it before, and it sort of shocked me. So from 1988 to 1990, the San Francisco 49ers won 18 straight games on the road. Jeez. That's pretty insane. 88 to 90? 
88 to 90. So that yes. was Steve Young, right? Or was that? Yep. Yeah, that'd be Steve Young. Wow. Huh. Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wonder. Huh. I guess they probably never played a playoff game on the road. So it's probably all just regular mm-hmm. season. Although, I don't know. Doing so for a stretch of two. Winning on the road and uh, doing so for a stretch of two. Um... But. It looks like, yeah, you're probably right, James. Mm, so there's a bunch of, yeah, but that's still, that's kind of insane. still insane. Almost as good as a Celtics home home record, which did get snapped. Mm. They were like 30 and 0 or something. Um, but Ken doesn't know much about uh, playoff wins. He's a Commanders fan, so sorry. But... I mean, he doesn't know about, doesn't know much about playoff appearances either. Nah, hey. doesn't know about much oh. about winning. <laughs> Shout out Taylor Heineck. He almost beat Brady a couple <laughs> years ago. Shout yeah, that, out was, that was an insane game. That was that was the commanders, or I guess we were the football team. Yeah, Washington that was our glory team. moment. Almost. Hey, hey, Drake, Drake May incoming though. Who knows? Hey, him or we'll Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll wait. Who was number one again? Is it the Bears? Yeah, Bears. Maybe yeah. they'll pick Drake. Leave us with. Or maybe maybe they'll, maybe they'll decide that Justin Fields is the future. Which is not true, but hopefully for yours. And uh, my sake, Ken, we both need quarterbacks, so hopefully I don't take them. But, um, yeah. Anyways, that's all I got. Uh, Ken yeah. and Nash, anything you guys want to add? Any final remarks, Ken, for your debut appearance? Who knows, you might be on again, so um, just kind of weigh that. I'll probably get the Super Bowl prediction right, but um, I did find some of other people on the list that tested positive. Mm-hmm. Justin Gallon ah. from the USA. Mm. Looks like it, yep. Yep, and then... Estafa Powell. Estafa Powell, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. ball, Nash. I, track ball. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Obscure stat ball. Anyways, hey, can appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Um, Go Commanders. Hopefully they'll win a game in the playoffs ever, or even make the playoffs, I guess. But, um, yeah, thank you for uh, listening and being a fan of the pod, and we'll catch you later. Thank you guys for having me on. All right, moving now to our next guest. All right, welcoming our second guest. Second and third, I guess. Second and third. Second yeah. second wave of guests. Yeah. Uh to this <laughs> second duo. Takes from the Lakes OL current crossover episode. Is that is that what we're calling it? Can I call it that? Call it whatever you want, buddy. Okay. Uh we're now joined by the Gates twins, uh Summerlin and Molly Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh they're lacrosse phenoms. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining the show. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. You're welcome. Also, those watching, Summerlin is on the right, Molly Ryan is on the left. So that's that's the I, I'm correct. Yeah, I I got it I'm a very couple proud months of ago. You, James, for getting that correct. Good job. Thank you. I know it took me. I've known you guys since I mean, really sophomore year, but like it, I only figured it out a couple months ago. So um, oh. I'm proud though. You knew that. You knew that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know don't that. even act surprised. But yeah, Summerlin is on the right for a while. Like. I had to ask which one of you was in Mr. Man's room in the mornings. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> oh, you poor Who did you man. ask? Like Zoe or someone? Uh, I just I think I just asked Bryce and he didn't know. So I just figured no it out. No one knows. It's a mystery. Yeah, it used okay. to just be a guessing game for me, but I'm sure you, I'm sure you guys are used to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Um, first question, kind of give us a little rundown because I know you guys went like pretty far. Um, I don't know exactly how far, but um, last year. So, kind of give us a quick recap of that and um, how that compares to your goals this year for the season. Yeah, definitely. So, sorry. <laughs> so last year, um, we went undefeated in the Beach District. Um, 
which was really awesome. Mm -hmm. And then when we went to regionals, we were, I think, second in the region. Yeah, we were second in the region. So going into regionals, we beat Manchester by probably 10, 13 points. Don't remember the exact mm -hmm. score. Um, second round uh, of regionals, we beat Pelham by 13 points. Mm -hmm. And then the championship for regionals, we unfortunately lost. But that is okay. Um, since we were the top two, we did also get to go to state. So we went up mm -hmm. to Battlefield, which is up in Northern Virginia. That was a tough one. Um, mm -hmm. A beat down, if you fans. will, right? Huh? It was a, it was a beat down Richmond. Yeah, the, yeah. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but yeah. it was really impressive for it being the first year that we're a varsity sport, and we yeah. went to the first round of states. Not mm -hmm. many schools like have opportunity to say that. Yeah, that's actually really important to mention. Yeah, it wasn't well. So that was that was just Virginia Beach, right? It was it became a varsity yeah. sport. Yeah, so okay. Virginia yeah. Beach is a varsity sport, but Chesapeake, Norfolk, anywhere else in the Tidewater area, it's still club. Yeah. Oh wow. Huh. Wow. So yeah. Williamsburg, Yorktown, yeah, Hampton, wow. Suffolk. Had the Richmond schools like all been varsity sports for a while? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That, well, I, I actually very, did not know that. That's pretty important. As, as well as Nova, it's very more prominent. It's more prominent in those areas. Um. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Ocean Lakes basketball's never made it to states. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you guys win a lot more games than us. That's for sure. That's but... okay. You guys will get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that. That's appreciate what I'm that. saying. Yeah. For um, sure. I won't be there. But yeah. Now. So. So how's um how's this season looking? Other than uh, obviously you guys, are there any like standouts to to look out for? Um, well, we <laughs> well, we definitely lost some good players last year and our seniors, and we're gonna be sad to miss them. But we have a lot of upcoming girls that just started playing last year that have definitely um taken the time to improve over the summer. Um, Bella Rivers, Reef, uh, Longwater, um. Zoe Wise, Zoe Wise, some of our younger girls who definitely have a great impact on the field this year. We're very excited mm -hmm. to see where the team goes. Um, but I have high hopes for this season. I feel we're going to do really well, especially since we moved down into the 5A versus 6A. Mm -hmm. um, our, our regionals is most likely just Virginia Beach schools rather than a Richmond school. So we have a higher probability of winning that and bringing home a mm -hmm. regional title. Yeah, because I know last year FC did win the Region 5A championship. When we played them in the regular season, it was we beat them by like nine or ten points. Mm. Yeah, that's that's in interesting. We talked to Cannon about soccer, and they're now with Cox, PA, all those schools, and they're like, it's like it's gonna be a bloodbath. It's, so it's that's interesting. Rough, yeah. Yeah, and even I mean, like we said, basketball not great, but even like us, we have to we're in that same region. Um, well, I mean, we're still competing teams. for a state championship technically. You know, you know mathematically, technically. we're not eliminated, but. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. It kind of, like, with all the beach teams helps you um, guys out. It's more of an advantage. But, um, yeah, would you say the, like, like the goal is to win a state championship? Because you, you guys got to states last year. You were, you know, pretty, I mean, everyone said you were pretty close. You were there. Is that, like, the goal to win a state championship this year? So, I would yeah, say it's a goal. It's a goal, but uh -huh. it's, if we're thinking realistically, it's a bit unattainable. The mm -hmm. like class A is still gonna have those other like Nova Richmond mm -hmm. teams who have better coaching, better experience, a lot high level players. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so I think we'll be able to definitely hopefully win regions, definitely go farther in states. The goal is to win states, but um yeah. realistically that'll be a tough battle. Yeah. 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 Uh, so better Nat better coaching. What are you guys <laughs> trying to say? Yeah, I don't know what you said by that. Yeah, so uh, but, uh, those listening, their mom is the coach. So that was a bit of a a bit of a shot at their mom. Shout <laughs> Our out, Coach, coach is Logan. Pretty great. 
yeah what i meant is they have more um, experience at the higher experience level. at the higher levels yeah. more drills that they can do and things like that yeah and they don't have to work with um new new players Often mm-hmm. our first couple weeks of practice is getting the basic skills down for the new um, oncoming players, um, just because we're also still trying to grow the sport. So mm-hmm. the yeah. teams up in Richmond, they can focus more on the higher intensity things where we have to kind of dial it back in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are some girls who came into Ocean Lakes, like not even knowing lacrosse was like, I mean, because it hasn't been a varsity sports. They haven't known. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, my freshman year. It wasn't. So yeah. 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 So, yeah it's kind of, kind of interesting, but you mentioned, Mom is the coach. Um, I believe she's been the coach your guys' whole your coach your whole life, right? Yes. Right, since we were kinda, six. Yeah, wow. So it's kind of just take us through that. Like when you're playing, like what do you see her as your mom? Do you see her as your coach? Like, is she easier on you guys, harder than you guys? Just kind of take us through that kind of like environment, I guess. So um at practice, we kind of like make it like a fun thing to not call her mom. We just call her coach at practice. And mm-hmm. that's kind of transitioned at home at well. Sometimes we just say coaches. He's not paying attention to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I don't think she necessarily goes harder on us. Um, I think she is, Holds us to a higher standard. Hold us to a higher standard, mm-hmm. but she doesn't like yell at us at practice to like do better. Do better. Like she does everything for the same people, like mm-hmm. all the other higher level players on our team. Um, but it has really been fun growing up with someone that like shares the love of the sport the same that you do. Like we have the same like capacity of love for the sport and same, but so does our mom. So it's really a great bonding experience as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Nash, you got anything? Um, so yeah, I mean, talking about you know, you guys have been playing since you were six. Um, obviously, recently committed to go play in college. Just talk mm-hmm. a little bit about future plans with lacrosse. Um, so we committed to play at the University of Mary Washington, which is a D three school. Eagles. Yes, go Eagles. <laughs> um, they are a D three school. Um, but they have the about the nineteenth hardest schedule in the nation when it comes to D three lacrosse. Wow. Um, so. Uh, we are really, really, really excited to play in mm-hmm. college, grow our skills, hopefully win a lot of games. Um, definitely one of my goals for that is to try to start freshman year, um, not at the very beginning of the year, but hopefully towards the end of the year and really um, develop my skills a lot more. And I think with both of us, um, we really didn't want to go division one. Lots of people are like, why don't you go division one? Like, it could you like if you wanted to and we're like we didn't really want to mainly because we're trying to focus on academics um as our main mm-hmm. focus when we go to college not really because we don't want to pursue a career in lacrosse because it's yeah uh kind of hard you to can't, do that you can't really mm-hmm. do that, can't do that yeah. after yeah. college so yeah gotcha um yeah so we just talked about playing in college as far as like schools i guess we'll just talk about it in the beach are there are there a lot of girls who are committed to play anywhere because like baseball like pretty much like on every like good beach team, there's like a couple guys that are D1. And I just, I'm like kind of wondering like lacrosse, are there a lot of girls that are going or is it not really? It's kind of, kind of here and there. Um, there's not really that many people mm-hmm. at the, I know at the private schools. So we have friends that go to Cape Henry and Alfred Academy and things like that at the private schools who have had lacrosse as a um, sport for a longer time. They do have girls committed um, but mm-hmm. I personally don't know of anyone else in the beach district that's committed for lacrosse. Yeah. If we're talking wow. public school, I think there were a couple of girls from Kellum last year yeah. that were committed, but, um, uh, for our, the class of 24, I don't really think there's anyone else. Wow. 
that's kind of insane compared to other sports but yeah i mean there might be one or two other people but we we haven't really mm-hmm. gotten they're, contact they're not them. as good as you so you don't need you don't need to care about them so <laughs> well no i'm kidding yeah <laughs> now you got to stay got to stay locked into the the lacrosse community again i i do my scouting <laughs> reports as we were talking about with canon james he doesn't he doesn't prepare so you know clearly not i but... i knew all that beforehand. yeah right yeah you're just, just yeah, 100%. so um obviously like i've talked to a lot of members of the boys team they talk about mm-hmm. sort of rivalry with kellum yes developed with lacrosse Yes. Um, we don't we don't necessarily get it. I know we get it with baseball some too, which we'll get to when we talk to yeah. uh our baseball guest. Not gonna mm-hmm. reveal that yet. So is there anything you guys have to add to that to that um, so, rivalry? Yeah. So last year we played Kellum a total of three times. The first time was a scrimmage, second time was in season, and then third time was postseason. Uh scrimmage, we still had a lot of girls kind of getting used to the sport, getting used to positioning where they're supposed to be. So we did lose that preseason scrimmage. Um, mm. The in-season game, we won, and it was a really fun win. It was a really important win for us because it gave us confidence. gave us confidence, and they are one of the better teams in the beach, so we knew that if we could beat them, we had a great chance of going far um, in the following season. Yeah. And then in the postseason, we ended up beating them by a significant amount. Um, don't really – I think our team really was able to grow over the season, and I think this year – uh, rematching Callum is going to be a hard game, but it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to add on to that, it's definitely like one of the games that we're like, oh no, we're playing Callum. Oh no, we're playing Callum. And then we get on the field and we like hate their guts. We want to like mm-hmm. shove them around, et cetera, et cetera. Like, and it helps us, it allows us to play our best. I know during the fall season, we have fall ball. And so Ocean Lakes was combined with Callum. So we met a lot of the girls on the team and surprisingly they're very nice people i that did not can't be possible that. no i know you're lying. I, I didn't I, expect gosh. that you're lying <laughs> no i'm not it's really weird i know uh but i think if there's still gonna be that when we get on the field there's gonna be a lot of shoving this year there's gonna be a lot of pushing so there may or may, mm-hmm. may not be some you know cursing at each other under mm-hmm. our breaths during the game oh gosh never oh, never would be me would never let's, be me yeah right i'm sure let's let's make you guys up and get let's get a fact check on that but um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, is there, because you guys, I mean, you told me in school about, like, this team would, like, run up the score on this team, and then you try to, like, you know, kind of get back at them, and so there's kind of seems like a lot of just, like, I mean, especially, like, because, you know, I've talked to your mom, and she's told me about, oh, this, that, and the third, but kind of seems like there's ongoing rivalries, even with teams that you wouldn't expect in terms of just, like, I guess, sportsmanship and all that kind of stuff, if you guys want to elaborate on that. Yeah, um, our coach, our mom, she's really big into trying to grow the sport since it now is a varsity sport. We want to make sure that a lot of people have access to it and have fun while they're playing it. So she takes a lot of focus into the ethics of the sport. Um, mm-hmm. So when we hear about other teams beating another team 32 30. to zero, we <laughs> kind of don't really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> because it's you wouldn't. It's not like it's the player's yeah. fault. It's more the coach like telling them, just ram the ball down their throats like, and it's a, mm-hmm. it was against a team that only had 12 players, which is enough to field a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. yeah, we definitely had more need and want to play better against that team that wanted to just run up the score, um, which did definitely cause some rivalries. I know my mom did very mm-hmm. much so dislikes that team. Um, yeah. Clearly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Boom. Nash, you got anything? Um, lacrosse wise, not really. But mm. if uh, you guys mentioned that you you have some obscure stats, if we could if we could close with that, if yeah, James is wait, real. I have a question, real quick. Okay. okay, go ahead, go ahead. You guys, obviously, you're very close. Um, many people can't even tell the difference between you guys. Is there a lot of like rivalry between you guys? So like, oh, do this, do do that hey, better. Who's the better twin. So when we do scrimmages at practice, we are not allowed to be on separate teams because okay, so that would answer the question. Okay, we will murder each other. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if I'm guarding Summerlin and she has the ball, I am not afraid to hit her in the head. Yeah, putting it that way, we put ourselves since we know each other's level and we know we've been playing longer than most of the girls around here. When we get the chance to go against each other, it gets a bit aggressive. Yeah. Um. Also, it's just the sibling rivalry. Me wanting to be better than her. Her wanting yeah. to be better than me. Yeah. Classic. It can be a little scary sometimes. Yeah. Not gonna mm. lie. Yeah. Was it was it even an option to like play in college some like at two different places? Or was it always like the same place, same place? Like when you told coaches like, oh, hey, like we're at package deal. For a while there, I was looking at a couple of different schools that Summerlin was not looking at. Um, some mm. of the higher ranking schools up in Connecticut and Massachusetts. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it was far. Um, they had a lot of rigorous requirements that you had to have to be on the team. And mm-hmm. I think ending up at the same school is exactly like the right decision. It happened. And I think it's going to be a great experience for us to like still be together, still do the same things, but also kind of have our own spaces sometimes. Yeah, I don't think I really ever admit this, but I really didn't. I'm admitting it now. I really didn't want her to go to a different school. Um yeah. And if she had gone to a different school, I feel like we would have not been okay for a while because we've mm-hmm. lived with each other for our whole lives. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Molly Ryan, seems like you're just scared to go to Patriots country. You're you're scared to be out of your comfort zone. So you you're know, right. It's okay, you're so but, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're I know. So right. Don't have to say it. But um, yeah, I got nothing else. Lacrosse, Nash. Seems like yeah. you got nothing else um, too. But I am excited for these obscure stats, though. I've Did been, you guys been, we we asked beforehand if they had something they're like oh yeah yeah we got some so let's hear it please okay i'm excited so i have two that i'm quite proud of so last year <laughs> for our team i had the most uh draw controls so that's when you get the ball uh at the start after the mm. end of each goal uh, i had the most ground balls so that's picking the ball up off the ground and i had the most assist well, while taking the ball up off the ground is what a ground ball is and then who would have thought so I kind of led the team in a lot of those areas, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then my second obscure stat is I was the first person to score a goal for the city of Virginia Beach in uh, the NHL game. Whoa, yeah. that's actually pretty sick. I scored really the first cool. ever game and vars- first ever goal in varsity lacrosse for Virginia Beach. So did yeah. you like keep that ball? Do you have that ball? Like, no, it <laughs> oh, was just like okay, you did it, ball. and that was it. Oh. Wow. Yeah, because should have got it signed. Our game was mm-hmm. like the first scheduled game last mm-hmm. year, so yeah. she got to do that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of scoring, I don't have like an exact number of how many uh points I got last year, but I do know that I was the mo- I had the m- most goals last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I averaged five <laughs> five to six, six a game. goals a game. Five to six, um, nice. Okay. Wow. My highest was probably eight nine nine against cox um my mom told me to stop scoring Mm, Um, they didn't want you they didn't want you to succeed that much yeah yeah. what can i say Um, yeah yeah that's that's all i really have i know it's not like a concrete Mm. stat i know Mm. you guys wanted but 
Hey, still we'll take it. So it seems like we just asked that question about you guys competing with each other and you guys just named some stats to kind of like, yep. you know, give a reason why you might be better than the other. So, you know, that even advances further on the question, which was great. And we got an obscure, two obscure stats. So incredible. Three obscure stats. Three. Yeah. Three technically. Three. But three. I go above and beyond. What can I say? You, hey, we appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So you won, you won in that battle. But um, yeah, I got, I got nothing else for anything, really. Unless you guys want to say like fly goes fly or something, but I don't know if that's really an important uh no, I mean, process. Right so yeah. we'll save that for next year. Yeah. A bit, a bit, of, a ch- bit of a choke job if I mean you guys know that, but um can Cannon had like a minute for commanders, so uh you guys <laughs> are a little bit a little bit better of a franchise than the commanders. So Yeah, I see but, that uh that Kansas City flag in the back there, Nash. How do you there's actually there's actually game? two of them. <laughs> With the Joel Embiid face in the middle. Yep. How do you feel about the upcoming game, Nash? Um, we're gonna win. Is is how I feel. Hope not. Yeah. Can't beat Mahomes. Roger Goodell wrote a great script for this season. <laughs> he's really he's really embracing the the Chiefs always winning the yeah. In the, I mean, I know everybody's right. always gonna be like, oh, Chiefs got bailed out. It's scripted, like all this. So I'm just gonna embrace it. You know, you're yeah. just gonna face the truth. Yeah. And hey, I want to argue with you there. Yeah. So having the Pats for many years. So. We pay the refs. Yep. Per <laughs> usual. But anyways, under the money table there, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Under but, the money um, table, under the table, no, nope, under the table, under money. under there table there money, the yep, yep. Right. <laughs> but any final final remarks from you guys, um, twins? I don't think so. I think like, come watch us play. Yeah, yeah. five home games. We now have yes. five home games. They rechanged the schedule back. Oh really? It was only like yeah. one before, right? Yeah. Now we have five. Hey, so have okay. Five. Let's go. And Pelham is one of our home games. So everyone, mm. as well as PA, who's also a hard competitor, they, oh my God, they pushed us so much last year. Anyways. Hey, Anyways. revenge game. Revenge yeah, game. Yeah. Let's go. Season. Perfect. Yeah. So come but, see some games. Come and yeah. drink some lacrosse. Perfect. But right. um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you guys for having us. All right. And the next guest we have on this Ocean Lakes Spring Sports um, episode is Coach D. Mr. DiNapoli, as the students may know him. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing well, fellas. How we doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Nash is wearing the Yankee shirt. Doing he says good. it is coincidental, but I feel like yeah. there's some underlying Just, just coincidentally, bias. but... Yeah, well, then I had, I had to change in the Red Sox shirt. So, Did yeah. I catch your Red Sox shirt? Yeah, that... that yeah, yeah, good. I know, I know. But, um, yeah, so basically bringing you on to talk about the baseball team. Um, And, of course, I could do that myself, but I think the listeners hear a bit too much of my voice, so it's time to get a different... Uh, different baseball voice in here but um yeah i think we should just go ahead and get started yeah honestly but, i've already heard enough of you so yeah i know i'll just i should honestly just be muted but um i'll try to restrict my words but um before we get into the ocean lakes baseball stuff um kind of give us a backstory behind your playing career um high school college where you grew up, where you grew up all that stuff sure um so obviously as uh maybe a lot of people in the building know i did not I'm not from here, did not grow up in Virginia. I grew up in New York, a um, small town called Beacon. It's about an hour north of New York City. Played high school ball there, played travel ball up there. Um, eventually made my, made my way down to Christopher Newport. I was kind of in the mood to, to change my scenery in terms of college and was just looking around at options. And they were a school that was interested in me. I went down and visited. Um, I don't know if anybody that's listening to this has either been over to CNU at any point, but it is a magnificent school. I don't have nothing but positive uh, things to say about that school and about that program and uh, had just a fantastic few years down there. Um, had a lot of success academically, athletically. It was just a perfect fit for me. 
and uh, I ended up meeting my fiance in my last uh, semester down there. And uh, instead of shipping back to New York, I uh, decided to stick around the area and have loved it so far. Gotcha. I believe you were a Hooper in high school too. Is that, I think. I was. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Baseball and basketball guy in high school. I would have also been a golf guy, but in New York, it conflicted. They have a mm. baseball as a, or as they had golf as a spring sport. Mm, um, that's a shame. So, yeah. And so mm. I was, I was a basketball guy and a baseball guy and uh, loved, loved them both. Really, mm. really. I'm doing both. Gotcha. And we, we can relate to that, but um, yeah. Nash, you got anything? Yeah, I'm also a scratch golfer. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I Nash has um, asked me to go golfing with him. I don't but, know if I want to waste my time, but uh, I don't know if I really want that. But I'm just kidding. Nash there's no good. way you're better than me. I can kind of mm, um, when I'm on, when I'm on I'm on. But so. yeah, so I would be very I would be very surprised, James, if I see any real game out of you. But let's. Oh listen, come on! Now you know you know I'm a baller. You know I'm a baller. Any sport. Yeah, I mean, and we 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 play wiffle ball at basketball practice today. Yeah. He stunk it up. He stunk right. it up. Well, like, wiffle ball is just like... Jack teed off on him. Jack, okay, Jack struck out. Jack struck out in wiffle ball today. So let's not even, like, if that happened, that's we can't base this off <laughs> anything. But, uh, yeah, you're a retired baseball player now, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, it's, it's all done. It's all done for me. No more. No moss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, go ahead, Nash. Yeah. Well, uh, so moving on to OL baseball, um... You know, lost quite a few guys, a couple of big pitchers last year. Three, if you count Tommy. Um, some <laughs> people do, some people don't. Oh, he was a, he was a big um, pitcher. Oh, but yeah. what's the uh, what's the outlook for this season? Yeah, well, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of uh, you know biggest change to what we have coming into the season. Obviously, trying to replace um, those three arms um, is difficult. Uh, obviously, we had Blake and Peter as kind of the big horses to get a professional arm. And you got a division one arm and then Tommy came in and just kind of shut it down. He had a fantastic year for mm-hmm. us last year. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the name of the game for us kind of is, well, where do those innings go? Um, not that you ever replace necessarily, you know, arm for arm, those guys, it's kind of going to have to be um, by committee a little bit, but I'm really excited to see some of our uh, younger guys that are stepping into those roles as well as a few guys that may be, have been doing some pitching work, but haven't necessarily had the time because we had guys like Blake and Peter and Tommy around. Um, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see those guys step up, but really the the nucleus of the team more or less remains the same. Our lineup does not change a whole ton. Our uh, defensive setups and situations don't change a ton. Um, and so it's always exciting. I felt this as a player and I feel this as a coach as well to watch guys develop along the stretch and see the guys that were at this level last year well now what are they this next following year and we've had an awesome group of guys coming in and getting the work in um in the off season yeah i mean yeah you mentioned pretty much the entire defensive returning besides i think damon and Wright, and like that's pretty much it. like every single guy like our infield's back we'll have acre back ryan back who might be the best catcher in the beach um maybe even beyond that but um definitely a lot lots to look forward to in terms of returning players, but um, you specifically are the infield coach. Um, and so we get to lurk, work a lot together. For those who don't know, I'm a first baseman, former mid, uh, middle infielder, but kind of got demoted or maybe a promotion to first base. So kind of just talk about that and um, just give us a just, I guess, behind the scenes look into working with infielders. Yeah. Uh, so like you said, unfortunately, you and I do get to spend a decent amount of time out uh, there. Yeah, it's uh, rough. 
I, I'll be honest, of all the aspects of baseball, right, there, there's so many different facets. And a lot of times for people who maybe don't have enough, a uh, ton of experience with the game, things can very easily get really compartmentalized. You are a pitcher, you do pitching stuff. You are a hitter, you're doing hitting stuff, right? It's very um, individualized and kind of individual groups in different locations. Um, of all of the different things that are involved in baseball, I'll be honest, defensive work, specifically infield work, uh, is my favorite. I was an infield guy my entire life. I was a shortstop second baseman for almost all of my playing career. Um, I love it. it. There's nothing better. There, when, I, when I think of baseball and I reminisce on playing baseball, I think of I think of playing shortstop. I don't think of, you know, being a hitter or being all the other different things and stuff that yeah. were involved. In. Um, so far now in transitioning to the, the coaching role aspect of it, I really like to try to bring the next level of the game into our practices, the the drill series and, and the, the habits that I talk about and that we do in our infield work are things that I picked up from my travel college baseball days, from my college baseball days at Christopher Newport. I had a fantastic infield coach and uh, coach, uh, coach Andy Wissinger, who's also a beach guy. Mm. Um, and uh, he, I mean, they're just just a fantastic, um, you know, group that I had growing up that I'm now trying to, you know, synthesize what I've heard from other people and put it all into a, into a practice plan for us. So the the drill work and just the amount of repetitions that we've been able to get in is a product of all, the, all of those different uh, coaches and people in my experiences. Mm. Yeah, and I love it. Do I, I really? Yeah, I'm, I hope yeah. it's clear when I'm out there that I'm yeah. having fun. Well, I mean, yeah, me, Jack, and Colin have been working with you for. I mean, this is my third year. Well, I guess you're this is your third year coaching, so three yeah. years for all of us. Came in with you guys as sophomores. Mm. Um, and yeah, so watch you guys come up from tenth, eleventh, and now twelfth graders. Uh, it's been pretty cool for me. Mm. Yeah, Nash. Yeah. So this year. Jack, presumably at short. Connor, who, from what I'm told, is is very smooth over at second Stud. base. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you got a lot of guys, A crew, BMI commit, you got Ryan. Is there anybody who maybe isn't, you know, nobody's expecting that's, that's due for a breakout year? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I think you definitely hit on, you know, maybe some of the more typical guys, right? The A crew's. Ryan, you know, kind of that whole strong up the middle vibe. I think in terms of just brief things I've seen, and we just started throwing live this week, um, a guy that I'm super excited for that I don't even I don't even know if he I'm not sure if he actually any got any innings in with us at all this year is Rowan Powers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to see that guy in the mound, um, just watching his work so far in the tank. Uh, I mean, he's been fantastic. Um I'm I'm pumped to see him kind of step into the role of I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be here I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a lot of innings and uh, and see what he can do for us. Yeah, I mean he took a big step up um, last year. I mean he was probably throwing like what 81, 82, maybe mid uh, 80s. And now he's like sitting mid 80s, so he's putting a lot of work. Um, and it showed. And when he's on, like he's probably one of the better, if not, you know, he's up there. Um, in terms of best pitchers uh, in the beach. But um, when I just think about this team compared to um I didn't play my freshman year but even freshman year uh sophomore year last year it kind of was you know we had guys like Blake Peter um Carson Max all these guys and we were kind of ranked at the top of you know whatever rankings come out at the beginning of the year and I think this year is especially cool because we kind of aren't like I don't think we'll be very ranked to start the season and so we can kind of 
embrace that underdog mentality and um i just kind of want to know your opinions on that and if like you would like declare ourselves underdogs and kind of if we could build off that yeah i mean that's a fair question i think i think maybe a bit of the underdog mentality comes from the perspective of the talent that we've lost the talent that's Mm -hmm. no longer which is understandable um but i do think that we certainly have a very respectable group of baseball players that are going to compete um that are not going to roll over they're going to constantly fight and be in games um and as you know anybody that's played the game for any period of time uh you know baseball is a funny sport Mm -hmm. uh things go different ways all the time um unfortunately I've, i've been on the receiving end of the upsets i was a uh i mean in my senior year of college we were the number one team in the country and mm-hmm. uh upset in the ncaa tournament um by a team that quite frankly had no business you know really being yeah. on the field with us we definitely felt we were the better team but mm-hmm. you know it, it is a matter of performing it is a matter of showing up and there is a little bit of randomness and luck that's involved so i think for us coming in um if we keep the scrappy fight dog mentality, good things happen. But when you start kind of maybe playing into the underdog role a bit too much and letting those those thoughts creep into your mind while you're playing, then uh, things tend to go downhill a bit. But I'm not worried about that with this group. If there's anything I've seen over the past few years, it's that we got we got fighters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anything in baseball, any team can be any team. Like, even the Yankees can sometimes beat the Red Sox, you know, so um, sort of wow. just... You know, even even the worst teams can beat the best teams and it'll happen. But yeah, um, you know about the worst teams with the uh, Red Sox last year, right? James? Um, and I'll know about it this year, too. Although we're getting you see, we're getting a hey, Netflix series. Royals in 2015. I just I just saw that yeah. Orioles are making moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nash is a diehard Royals fan. So but they, they yeah, got, hey, Bobby Witt for 11 years, though. Yeah, you're a Kansas guy. I forgot about that. Yeah, good. Good mm-hmm. luck with that. At least you guys got Bobby Witt. But um, yeah. Nash, you got anything? Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously not like James or Ryan, but a lot of like a lot of speedy guys on the oh, team come on. this year. Um, oh. the funny thing is, Zelf thinks so, I'm like slow, but I'm not. You know. Yeah, no, but you are. No, but you are. You get what we call the station to station uh of okay. setup on the base pass. Okay, I'm it's not baseball station. fast. Like for some reason, whenever I run like on the base pass, I'm not fast, but. He's but I am fast, fast on the court. Yeah, I'm like um, the fast in the court. Trust me. You're not. Uh, Jack is fast. And no, no. We do have some decently speedy guys. Although I will say, <laughs> up until more or less, I know Crew got me in the fall. Jack claims to have got me on our spring break trip, uh, trip when we were down in Charleston last year. Uh, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm whipping dudes. You know, just because I'm a little bit older, I'll, I'll, I'll put on the cleats and I'll race any of these dudes. But we know we got some fast guys. Um, we got some speed. We got some guys that can run and can move, um, which is exciting. And that's going to be kind of a little bit of our brand of baseball this year. Is can we advance guys? Can we take advantage of mistakes? Can we put pressure on defenses? Uh, and speed always helps. Mm. Heard, heard it here first. Transition to apes teacher. And still cooking, guys. Wow. For those wondering, this is a Slurpee. It this... was only a dollar. Nash. Um, I wanted to talk about it. Um, Shout out anyways, your um, We kind of sprung this on you, as we did our other guests. Um, but if you happen to have any obscure stats off the dome to share with us. We do uh, an obscure stat that's, of the day. That's something we do here. Usually um, for... Unfortunately, we've been bad about warning our our guests yeah well it makes it very spontaneous so it's genuine yeah it is genuine 
we don't that's, we don't fake it at the takes and likes pod so are we are we going like specifically baseball are we going just any statistic? it could can, can be anything any, really, anything any that popped in your mind i mean preferably have to be obscure it you can just be like do i want to hear about lacrosse not really but no yeah we'll we'll pass in those sports bocce ball probably wouldn't want to hear something on that um or crochet. i don't know if you would dash yeah sorry if we're calling yeah, that a crochet. sport i'm not that much uh into that that other world as well okay um, all right figured obscure stats i'll say the the first thing i think of and I'm, I'm having a hard time recalling them off the top of the dome but when you talk about obscure stats and you talk about baseball stats specifically mm-hmm. my mind goes to barry bonds and my mind mm-hmm. goes to the outrageous number of things that that guy did in the early 2000s um mm-hmm. could be wrong and maybe i could get a quick fact check there was some I stati- got there was some statistic where he had he had more hits oh no what was it oh man i'm drawing a blank he had some ridiculous statistic where his like on base percentage even if you removed his mm. walk statistics was through the roof it was it was higher yeah. than oh man i'm drawing a blank yeah right I, now. I know what you're talking about there's yeah, some because I've, I've seen so many of that like just barry bonds insane yeah. stuff too there's a world of them. You, I mean, you, a quick Google search will give you like 15 of the most incredible Barry Bonds mm. thing yeah. um, of just what that guy was able to do. And even when you remove statistics from him, how good he actually was. Um, it's just unbelievable. There's, yeah. there's no way this is right. This says if he played without a bat in 2004, he would have had an on-base percentage of 608. So just yeah, from like walks and like, walks. Yeah. I mean, he would uh, I mean, get the, intentionally walked on like, like, like one point five times per game. Like it was just insane. yeah, yeah. The but, intentional walk with the baseball, uh, with the bases loaded. I mean, that's got to be just <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get much cooler than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you always tell me um your story of going to see at old Yankee Stadium Barry Bonds. Oh. You, I, so oh. I think I think you I think you got to share it because I love the story. Yeah. So this was. And at the time, right, if you're, jump, if you're going back in the time portal, this was when interleague play was not very common. So very rarely would you have a National League team and an American League team playing each other. Hmm. The San Francisco Giants came to play the Yankees at old Yankee Stadium. I could be wrong. I want to guess the year is 2003, but I could be wrong on that. I was a little kid. Hmm. Um, my dad uh, used to take us to Yankee games and stuff all the time. Uh, obviously, you know, Barry Bonds was the biggest thing in baseball at the moment. And so once we heard San Fran was coming to town, he got his tickets. It was fantastic. We were sitting in the, so there's three decks in Yankee Stadium. We were in the middle deck. And so it was typically a fantastic seat because like you're kind of shaded. It was a day game. So you're kind of shaded from the sun and it's just an awesome place to watch a game. And uh, Barry came up and I remember being excited to watch him play. And uh, he hit a ball and we were on the first baseline and he was a left-handed batter. So he pulls a ball that, Literally, I could not see land because of my the ball landed so far in the upper deck. It, it looked like he hit it out of the stadium. And then it wasn't until later that day when I got to like go home and turn ESPN on that I saw the highlights of where the ball actually landed. Um, and he had very few games in Yankee Stadium, obviously, as a National League guy. And so if you like, go to YouTube and look up, you know, Barry Bonds, Yankee Stadium home run, it's like one of the first things it'll mm-hmm. pop with me. And it is a moonshot. Was it the only homer he? I mean, it's kind of hard to believe because he played probably 
you know, more than one game, but I want to say it was the only homer he hit there. It but that very could well, be. because like I said, from a, from a, a game's perspective, I mean, he obviously was in town for a three game series. Uh-huh. But they would typically only have one interleague matchup in a year. That's, that's, wow. Huh. And you think about how much that has changed now. Yeah. I mean, now they play every team. Every, right, change it. Play everybody. Um, which I do think overall is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did add a little bit of specialty when those when those rare occasions happened where yeah. you met team. To give you a how old I actually am, uh, mm-hmm. sort of throw out there. I remember when the Astros were a national league team. That was mm-hmm. like uh, I remember like Lance Berkman and like way way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are like my earliest memories as a, as a baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never because they were in the NL whatever with six teams, and there was a there was an AL the AL West had four or what was it? It was four teams, right? It was like four and one and then six and the other. Is that how it works? Our setup. Like, it also could have been when they um when how far they, back was that? Team. I'm look I'm gonna see if I can get it right now of when they actually switched over. Might be like 2011, 12. Really hmm. But I remember Hunter it was Hunter Pence was on the NL uh Hunter Pence with yeah. his socks pulled up. Uh, yeah. as high as possibly go. Mm-hmm. So twenty, what I'm getting from the internet. Twenty what? Uh, Hunter Pence never blinks. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My Have mom to. called him googly eyes I, so, back in the day. W- yeah. We interviewed. We interviewed the head pitching scout or like head pitching director for the Giants a few months or six Last months summer. ago, probably now. And he was talking about um. Or he actually didn't bring this up, but he has a story about like why he doesn't blink. It's so it's some crazy reason. Hunter Pence. Um, yeah. There's a story but, of why he doesn't blink. He just um, doesn't happen to not blink. Or, or, or well, it's not like a choice, but like yeah, it's some, <laughs> there's some, some weird blink. reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, closing it out. If uh, if either of you have some some OL baseball stories, pot appropriate, of course. Um, um that you'd like to share. I mean, I think. Uh, in terms of keeping the Tation Lakes family friendly brands, um, you know, keeping it family friendly, I could leak some stuff about uh, what goes on the Charleston, South Carolina trip every spring break. But um, I think for the sake of my teammates, I'm gonna hold back on that. But um, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about um, and this might form into a story we talked about. I don't want to leak too much, but you and Coach Zell, um, kind of that relationship of a guy who's been coaching for. I don't even want to like say how long because I don't want to disrespect from disrespect them. Um, but kind of what it was like going into coaching for the first time with a guy that's been um around it for so long. And if you have any cool stories that are appropriate, yeah. uh, I mean Zell's an awesome dude. I have nothing but positive things to say about Coach. Um, I did not know him prior to joining OL. How I ended up at OL in the first place, I don't know if ever I did. I don't think I got to this early, even though you asked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a teammate of mine at Christopher Newport is a former uh, former Dolphin, Nate Clements. Um, so mm-hmm. him and I made at Christopher Newport for a few years. And, uh, once I moved to Virginia beach, um, I was right in the area of ocean lakes and I knew that Nate had gone to school there. I was interested in, you know, maybe reaching out and, uh, and participating and coaching any way that I could. And so Nate actually was the one that reached out to, uh, coach Zell and kind of just told him who I was, that I was interested. And, you know, coach with open arms was like, yeah, sure. You know, come to practice, come to, you know, whatever, this is what we got going on, whenever you can make it fantastic. And then uh, in my first few meetings with him, I mean, I was, I was surprised at how much he kind of 
trusted me and went with my opinion, right? I mean, I, I met this dude for like a week or two and in front of the entire team, he's asking me my thoughts, my opinions on baseball questions, like on the spot. Hmm. I don't know if from you all don't know this, but like, there's no prior discussion of like, Hey, uh, coach D we're going to talk about uh, bunting today. What do you got about bunting or what do you got about? It's just on the fly. Hey, what do you hmm. think of? And, um, that was something that was maybe caught me a little bit off guard. Um, but I also love that he just kind of said, hey, you know, this is I, I trust your opinion and uh, I like to hear what you have to say and contribute to these guys. And I think my biggest compliment for him is that a guy who's been doing it for as long as he has could very easily say, uh, look, I got it. This is my thing. I, I know all of the mm -hmm. X, Y's and X's and O's of the sport, but he's very receptive and very open to new ideas, new concepts, new ways of thinking. Um, which is fantastic. It's a, it's a great thing to be able to work with a guy like that. Yeah, that's a In great point. Stories, though. I mean, you know, he's always he's always clowning. He's always I mean, making you could you could probably have a story about every like practice. Yeah, um, every practice. There's something. There's something going on. Um, in I mean, terms of mild, you know, mild humor, I will do it occasionally to some of you guys as well. Uh, coach Zell is famous for his green check mark text messages. If you ever send a coach to text Zell. You are getting a green. I've mark. seen it on James's <laughs> phone. I, I literally scroll. Up. I li I think I showed that. So I just scrolled up on his messages. And it's, it's like just, it's, it's oh, like it's, it's like eighty something percent. We we calculate. It's like eighty to ninety something percent of the text messages <laughs> that he sends James. But you uh, know, yeah. once you get that green check mark, you're good, and there's there's no problem. So yeah, you're good to go. I forget yeah. who was. it might have been Colin Benson texting me a few months back about something. Right, it's just like a random. It might not even be baseball related. Mm. He was give me an update on something and i was like oh this is the perfect and i just sent the green the green <laughs> you bet you better not ever send me that green check mark i swear do you think he oh. ever sends like a passive aggressive green check mark like uh, a... maybe I, I won't speak for him but i certainly think that he could definitely maybe hide behind it a little bit and if he just doesn't feel like dealing with it the green yeah. check covers all bases it's pretty much it's a universal emoji um that yeah. that and nw no worries too or like okay okay nw yeah. um yeah so yeah but um he, he's a character we love him though but yeah that was a yeah. great uh great point on like him being around for so long and yet still being open to um other people's ideas and putting um his trust in you it's very very cool and it, it really is awesome to have we had that uh um that coach i'm drawing a blank on his name right now of course he came in uh pitching coach toward the end of last year just to alex, work with coach alex yeah diego guy mm -hmm. and uh mix and same idea right i mean just kind of gave him some free reign to give opinions to give thoughts um even if it's just hey what is it like playing at the next level which is always super valuable and as a goal i know a lot of our guys yeah cool um yeah. that's James, all i got between mullen and uh mullen and coach zell you'll have plenty of coach stories to uh oh gosh, yeah yeah oh well sports man you i don't know compared to other schools but i swear there's there's gotta be more story, stories going around uh for the dolphins but um yeah but yeah that's all i've got yeah any final remarks coach d anything about the yankees prediction record prediction go to, to close it out uh, next year I mean, you, you want you, prediction? You want dolphin prediction? Dolphin, like oh well. Yeah, what you want? What would I say? Well, obviously the dolphins are winning the state chip, so we don't need to hear that one. Yeah, that is, that is kind of a layup. I will take. 
I will take in the professional realm, man. I really do like what the Orioles got going on. I think they will. I don't know if they're going to come all the way out of the American League, but I think they are going to be fantastic in the East. Yeah, Corbin um, Burns. I think they're going to be a big acquisition for them. Um, who am I kidding? I'm going to take. Come on, Yankees in six over who else? Who, who else do I not like? Really want in the National League? Uh, the Phillies. They, they make a little comeback yeah. and kind of. Dodgers will make it to the World Series, so we'll be all right. Dodgers. Dodgers, Dodgers will find a way as long as the Astros don't uh, don't come into the mix. My yeah, you you really don't want to play the Astros in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no bueno. No, but um, yeah, go Sox. I'm sure I'll I'll say it for you, go Sox, and um, that's all we got for you. But I appreciate you for hopping go on and talking ball. Yeah, of course, of course. Right. Thanks for and, uh, us. Yeah, we'll catch you later. Sounds catch good. Catch you later. All right, and. We are finished with the Coach D, Mr. DiNapoli interview. We're on to an interview with Elizabeth Tucker, um, Ocean Lakes. Our final interview. Our final interview. Um, Elizabeth Tucker, uh, Ocean Lakes tennis player. Um, Elizabeth, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty pretty splendid. Nash is eating a uh, salad right now, and hopefully we'll not be eating it throughout the interview, but um, we'll see how it goes. But uh, first question, kind of just give us a sort of just background um, about the tennis team last year, how you did individually, um, other players that did well, um, I guess particularly returning players, and um, yeah, stuff like that. All right, so last year we had a pretty good year. We were 8-1 and one, um, with one loss to PA, who we've lost to every year, but I think we ought to beat this year. Um mm-hmm. For singles, I was undefeated, and same oh. for doubles. I played with Shreya Bell, um, and we went nine and nine. And I was the same for singles. Um, Shreya also had a pretty good season. I don't remember her record, but I think she did win a solid amount more than she lost. And then another returner who I'm personally super proud of would be Sophia Tenenji because she's been fighting some injuries and stuff, but she works really hard and she's one of the most dedicated on our team. So I would definitely pay attention to her this season. I think she can play higher than she did last year because she's been getting better, like physically with her injury and mentally with her tennis game and stuff. So um, I'd highlight that about some of our players. And for our season, we got to go to States because we came second in our region. Mm-hmm. Tough loss to Cosby there, but it was pretty close. And I thought the team really showed out in that match. So I was proud of it. Gotcha. Um, I guess because I think I understand a little bit, but kind of give us a like just a um like how the structure of like high school tennis works with singles, doubles, yeah. and then you have teams, because I'm sure team. a lot of the audience doesn't really quite understand that so if you'd tell us about that yeah great. and like yeah. they have singles like like regional tournaments for singles as well right yeah mm-hmm. yeah so kind of tell us about that so it's definitely different than every other sport because it's individual and it's not a meet like track or swim um so there are six starters and every one of those starters well on our team at least some teams mix and match but for ol all six of our starters play singles and then They go by rank, one and two, play one doubles, three and four, play two doubles, and five and six, play three doubles. And we have three doubles teams and six individual singles players. And all of those matches get played. So it's out of nine points, the match overall. Mm. And then 
the team that gets five or more will win the overall match. Gotcha. That's how math works. That is how it works. But and then for team, it's like doubles and singles combines, and then you get yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Those are all the team matches. It's the exact same way for regionals and states, and then for individual regionals, you just have an individual mm-hmm. tournament. Gotcha. And so, like, like, did you qualify for regional individuals because you were like got a certain number of wins or like you were ranked a certain yeah, number on the team? Think- Every number one qualifies, and then number two players with good records qualify. So Shreya qualified too last year, so we both went. Gotcha. Um, I know you made it. I'm not exactly sure how quite how far. So I'm not going to say exactly where, but I know you made it pretty far sophomore year. Um, in terms of regionals and maybe even states, not quite sure. And last year you did as well. So kind of tell us about that and how um those might affect your goals for this year. Like, what would you say your goal is? Yeah, I haven't been to states yet, so okay. if I could, I would love to do that. Um, mm. I, because I've been undefeated in VBCPS, but in the past we were, let's see, five A instead of six A, right? We six A instead of five A. Okay, six yeah. A instead of five A. Um, so we were playing in the same region as Cosby, and they have kind of had a D one commit for me. Mm. just about every year that's 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 cute <laughs> losing yeah. regionals mm-hmm. um and i have not beaten those girls because they're just better and more experienced than i am that's so mm-hmm. just can you hear the messages no you're good okay that's good yeah we're all good um so i didn't get to go to states because i didn't win the region um mm-hmm. but i think this year will be in the other group and i think it'll probably look better i would have gotten to go every single year because Mm -hmm. in the past like i'd beaten everyone else in the other region but i think so that's definitely made me hungry for states like that's definitely made me want to go more um so now you don't have to play cosby girl yeah that'll be nice i think um and and, and if you get to states what is the what's the outlook there so it's immediately semifinals when you go to states. Mm. Oh wow! It's okay. just semis and then finals. So wow. I'd have to win two matches, but of course it's like all the best people. So we would just see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, best of luck in the individual season. Obviously, um, are there any? You mentioned Sophia. Um, anybody else who's maybe maybe flying under the radar? You and Shreya, the one and two, but anybody who maybe wasn't wasn't high up in the ranks last year that's um yeah I think like you said Sophia is definitely she could have been flying under the radar I think she'll probably step out with some power this year because we were playing at conditioning and everything looked really strong from her I think probably Kasha's been getting better too she was our I want to say fifth and then um our other starter from last year Samara I think she's been playing some too it's hard to tell since we haven't started with a ton of stuff yet I haven't seen them all play but I hope that everyone comes out with a lot of effort this season because I just think that's definitely how we're gonna do our best work and have our best outcomes 
Gotcha. Have you guys been doing like I know you started tennis conditioning. You guys been going to DSP recently. What's kind of been the yeah. off season uh, program? What's that looked like? So Ramping yeah, we, what? Wrapping up. So he said. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the DSP conditioning, we would go every Thursday, and everyone was welcome, but only about six people showed up, which was more than five. More, More than, than five. five, exactly. More than four, four too. Yeah, yeah, we're on and the same page. Equivalent to six. Yes, it would be. So. A little bit less than seven. Yeah, and but we don't speak about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them were freshmen, so I'm loving the freshman enthusiasm because you hey. know that's what you need to build from the bottom up. Of course. But I would have loved to see some of, or actually any of our starters there because I think it was really helpful for agility, endurance, strength, everything. They gave us a lot of footwork and a lot of like strength training that was really specific to tennis that I think is going to benefit us a ton. Like I loved it. It was great for me. And I'm one of the people with a bit more conditioning experience. So Mm. I'm definitely going to make sure I take those exercises into our practice and into our conditioning regimen for the season. Gotcha. Hey, way to be a team leader. Not not afraid yeah. of of calling out some of the some of the starters who think that they're, <laughs> think they're, they're spots. Well, I love them, and I know they're busy. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I'll make sure they do it when it would have been helpful if they went. But for them, just calling you out specifically, yeah. Shreya. No, Shreya. <laughs> hey, Shreya, Shreya, Shreya will be great this year. But um, now yeah. you got anything else? Um, I, well. I, Obviously, we need to hear your obscure stat. Mm-hmm. That's most it's been a common trend throughout this episode. So, if you want to yep. go ahead and brag about that now, by all means, the floor yeah. is yours. All right. So, oh, brag about it's brag about your fun. stat. No, it'll be good. I, I mean, James so, thought it was going to be a braggy stat. No, no, I thought we, I, she was going to brag about her stat being good, like being very obscure. You know, yeah, I think I mean, we're the only guys, ones who care about that. James. Yeah, you're right. I suppose, yeah, I suppose just quit yapping, but go on. <laughs> um, so when I was younger, I had the same tennis coach for like six years. No, it was more like 10. Well, now it's, I don't know. Anyways, it was a long time, and every day he would hit me with like a question of the day at the end of the lesson, and that's how I got this obscure stat. And it's about Monica Sellis, who's a player from the last century she was huge and she was world number monica monica hey monica we're just hyping monica up real quick so she had a two-handed forehand and backhand which is kind of rare kind of special but that's not the stat or the fact i guess in this case it's the this man stabbed her in a parking lot when she was trying to get into her car because he was like a crazy Steffi Graf fan and Steffi was number two and he wanted Steffi to be number one again so he stabbed Monica that would probably play a part in her participation in a match yeah Yeah. and knowing my dog Monica I bet she came back better than ever oh she did of course of course I mean but yeah of course that's my obscure tennis stat how long how long ago is that so that was 19 whatever yeah 19 whenever it was definitely like decades yeah i can I'll fact it. check it that nash is the when iconic fact checker. was monica sellis s-e-l-e-s it's kind of a gruesome thing to be looking up april 30th 1993 wow so not even wow. like 60s 70s where people just did wherever like wow. that was 
Yeah. Did the guy get caught? During a game. Oh, yeah. In between games. Wow. Hey, Monica rebounds though. Yeah. Rebounds. All yeah. those all those tennis hey, players got that dog. Bounce back. She rallies. Yep. Just like Ocean Lakes basketball next year. Okay. I, I'm not gonna speak on back. that because I won't be there. So um oh. but yeah, that's I got no other no further questions Nash, to you. Let me I'll I'll wait for you to take the sip of yeah, your slurpee. This has been a great way to Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about it with Coach D. I'm very proud of my Slurpee, actually. It was only a dollar. Um that is a seven eleven oh. works. Anyways. Uh, before I was rudely interrupted, uh, what a great way to cap off this uh, Takes from the Lakes, Ocean Lakes current crossover episode mm-hmm. for spring sports. Um, yeah, and any any final remarks, Elizabeth? No, I'm closing I mean, out the is... episode, so better be special. What? You're closing out the whole episode, so better oh, be special. Okay. All right. Or you're letting me close off the episode. So and we don't no, want that. <laughs> just kidding. You can if you want. But I was just going to say thanks so much for the interview, and I appreciate it. And just if any of the tennis girls end up watching this like I love you I love how hard you're gonna work and I'm really excited to watch you flourish this season and to everyone else watching good luck in your seasons as well except for our ops because we're hoping to crush it exactly screw the ops but hey great way to finish also I will shout you out you are a day one takes from the lakes um fan so yeah actually day two actually day two day two yeah (laughs) Your day two takes and likes fans, so we appreciate you in that regard as well. And way to finish it off with an inspirational message. We really appreciate it. Shout out to all the spring sports participating in about a month, I guess, when, this, when the season starts, right? Or this month, really. Yeah, but, um, tryouts February 19th. Oh, and to anyone interested, feel free. We apparently don't care if you have experience, so just roll out and... Shoot, Nash might pull up. Not for, not for girls, although I don't know, but... Hey. Well... Nice. Want to pick up the tennis racket? Crazier things have happened. Exactly. You played basketball, so hey, you might play tennis as well. But um, same sport, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should we should wrap this up um, before we get. Yeah, it's getting it a little much. crazy. Yeah, but we're um, getting to that point. But, but yeah. Anyway. You got it. Signing off on the the Taste from Lakes podcast. Uh, see you guys next time. See ya. <laughs>